Hey honeys, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Hustle Honeys podcast. It's your girl Chelsea Tans back at it again with a spicy episode. You guys, today it's not just one musketeer, but we got another one in the house. Who are you? What's up, Mother Truckers? Uh, Coach Sal here, aka Chelsea's uh, boyfriend. Um, is that a good context that I should say? Yep, that's yep, pretty absolutely. accurate. Um, I am a coach myself, and I'm super excited to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. I need like a soundboard so I can like insert applause here. I'm freaking excited. I feel like we've been talking about this for like the last week and we're like, oh fuck, we should do a podcast on this. So I'm happy that I wrangled you into doing it. Yeah, it took about a week of us going back and forth, but uh, we're here, we made it, and I'm extremely excited to give you guys some valuable information here today. So make sure as you guys are listening to this, you're dropping some fire, you're following along, you're asking questions, and uh, yeah, let's have a good time. <laughs> and we're also live, FYI, while we're recording. Yeah, this is a, a live freaking stream, man, so let's do it. So if you're on the live stream, I love your face. If you're still listening <clears> to the <throat> podcast, you still get brownie points. Yeah. Okay, I want to start this off by just getting into the background. Just getting into the background. Okay. How did we meet? Um, PT Dom. So do they know what PT Dom is? Or? I mean, they might have, some of them might have context. Okay, so this time last year, I was literally February, so for those who don't know, we are part of PT Domination, which is a business coaching program for online personal trainers. Um, so I had joined that group without knowing Chelsea, or really many people in it, um, and through the mix of going through that program, I went to one of their events, and there she was in the, the basement of the Mark household. Um, you could elaborate a little bit more on that, but I think that was, oh no, was it the first time I was in the gym? The gym, I think. Oh, so it was in the gym. So funny story about that. Yeah. I saw her like across the gym. I was like, all right, I really want to say something. And I was like, I knew in my head that she wasn't using the piece of equipment, but I had asked her anyway, because it was like a cold approach in the gym. You don't really want to be weird. So I was like, Hey, are you still using that? And she took her ear part out. She was like, uh, no. <laughs> I didn't say it like that. I was nice. Uh, she wasn't really nice about it. And then I like shook my hand, introduced myself. I was like, hey, I'm Sal, yada, yada. You know, I'm in the academy. It's so cool to be here. You should like date me. <laughs> That's pretty much, hey, can you move to Florida with me? <laughs> I, like then the next time I was like, hey, do you want to like move in with me to Florida? Like, next Okay, week? so. I didn't live there yet. But, so yeah. he came up to me at the gym and he was pretty much, I remember you being like, we were talking, you were talking about how much money you're spending on taxis. And I was like, oh my God, I have a car here. Yeah. So I should just drive you around. And then he asked me for a ride, and I said no, because I was busy. But, at the end of the event, he comes up to me, and he goes, Hey, I like you, and I've been thinking about this the whole time. Move to Florida with me, pretty much. I think it was, yeah, <laughs> you know, I was just, like, riding the high of, you know, the emotions of the event, you know, because our coaches are very good at what they do, you know, and they were, like, Rolling us up, just full of energy, and I was just like, fuck it, you know, I'm an online entrepreneur, like, why not? Just, like, create the life of my dreams and ask this girl to just move in with me, even though I just met her that same day. Didn't really seem too crazy, Um, but I think what's, you should probably touch on the whole, like, airport thing, it was probably cool too, you know? Oh, well, yeah, so I promised to give him a ride earlier that week, because I had my car there, obviously. But you didn't give me rides, though. No, because I was busy. (laughs) Yeah, so. but the intention was there, but my time management wasn't. Okay. So at the end of the week, after he was like, hey, move in with me, I was like, 
Maybe I should just like, then we exchanged numbers after he asked me to move in with him. I was like, maybe we should text first. And so we texted that night and, and then I ended up driving him to the airport at like 2 AM and we fell in love. That was it? What, we Don't. made out? You want me to say that? <laughs> no. <laughs> we talked for hours at the airport until he <laughs> flew away. And then we talked on and off for like the last year. And then okay. I wrangled him. Yeah. <clears throat> so we'll get into that in a second. But like for context, um, Kelowna doesn't have Ubers. So I'm from the States and you guys don't have Ubers. So Where from in the States? New York. How you doing? All right. I like to walk to the corner store and get a cup of coffee with my dog. And sometimes I like to get, uh, you know, water and a bagel, you know. <clears throat> I love the Yankees. And uh, yeah, my sister. Okay. Um, anyway. So Kelowna doesn't have cabs. Well, I shouldn't say that. It's Kelowna cabs, but you guys don't have Uber. And it's very expensive. <clears throat> and she had a car, and I was like, oh, logically, like, ask this girl maybe for a ride, you know? Get to chat up a little bit. And you just decided to not drive me until it came time for me to leave to catch my flight. And my flight was at, like, 6 a.m., and the airport was, like, an hour away, so she had picked me up at, like, 3 a.m. And when she originally messaged me that, I was like, there's no fucking way this girl's going to actually pick me up at 3 a.m. the day after I met her. And she actually did. And in that moment, I was like, yo, this girl, like, is for real. She's going to come pick me up at 3 a.m. and drive me an hour to the airport? Like, that's fucking crazy. I think I had, like, a three-hour sleep that night. And you're like, you're crazy. And I was like, but this is just how I am with my people. Yeah, that kind of cemented it in my mind. I was like, she's for real, and it just stuck out to me. And then, like, from there, we were talking for, what, a good, like, eight, ten months, back and forth, like, on and off. It's something that we joke Across about Across the country. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was in Canada. Pals. Yeah, we were essentially pen pals. I was still in New York at the time, living with my parents. I was in the process of moving out and going to Florida. So we, like, stayed in touch throughout that time, like, on and off. I was going through a lot of, like, changes with moving out and getting into the level two mastermind and just prepping for my show. That was another big thing. So we could joke about that now, but she gives me shit for that. Do you want to touch on that? I don't know. We're moving past it. Okay, we're moving past it. Do you want to give them any information on that or what? What? <laughs> just, I don't know. Is there anything you want to touch on that? Why is that so funny? Well, <clears throat> girls would relate. I got a little crazy. I was like, you choose me or I'm blocking you she did. after a while. Yeah, she did block me. So We could was... joke that I forced him into it, but he's here unwillingly. <clears throat> he's here willingly. Willingly. No, I don't think you ever forced me into it. I like. I think this is something we can cover on this episode is I just didn't want to force it. And I think a lot of people... Maybe just like force things because they want it in the moment, but like I was very big on like not settling and making sure that my next relationship was going to be something that was really serving me and my vision, you know, for where I was trying to take my life because in the previous three relationships that I had, I didn't really do that. You know, I kind of just settled for lack of a better word and I got into those relationships because in the moment I thought it was the right thing for me to do, but like as the last like three years, I've really taken time to reflect on the type of person that I am and where I'm trying to go. And I think because of the work that I did, it led me to speaking with you. I think that's Does awesome. that make sense? Yes, yeah. I think it does. <clears throat> How about the fact, too, that he was like, I just intuitively felt that I had to talk to you. I was, uh, my husband and I talked on and off again for years before we said fuck dating and just got married. Ten years, coming in strong. Nikki, when you know, amazing. you know. When you know, you know. That's what I was saying to him. And I honestly think, like, so I did kind of the same thing where after my last relationship, I honestly said a promise to myself. I was like, fine. 
Chelsea, you have to be single for a whole year before you're allowed to get into a relationship. Because I had a really bad habit of, like, relationship to relationship. Because it's so easy when you're young, I yeah. feel like, to get into so many re- relationships. Because there's always going to be someone interested. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, there, there's not, it's not like there's, like, they're not running out. Yeah. But I think how, what it works is, like, then you just end up settling as being, like, okay, the next person that was interested in me. Instead of, like, actually having, like, requirements. And for me, the biggest thing was, like... Well, what actually, like, I got time to, like, take into consideration, like, I don't want to fucking be a revolving door of, like, going through relationships. It's not fun. So it was, like, how, where can I position, like, my values and my priorities within someone? And I literally, you guys, ladies, listen to this advice. I went into my journal and I wrote an entire list. I'm not joking you. Of exact, I read it to you. Yeah. Of exactly, I was like, if this person is not this list, I refuse. I will refuse. I will refuse. And like all the way to the point where I was like, it'd be really nice if you had like a black truck. I drive a black truck. So. It's pretty good. That's actually fucked. Get fucking specific because you might get what you want. Yeah. But I think when it comes down to it is like, I think it's okay to be like picky with what you want. I hear a lot of girls nowadays that are like, oh, like. He does this, he doesn't do this, but that's okay. And we think that we almost have to like compromise certain aspects to like get something else because I think with jobs, we think the same thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it has really good pay, but the hours yep. are shit. Mm-hmm. And so we're like constantly in this like almost like it's like the societal belief of being like, okay, hey, well, I need to compromise what I want in order to have something at all. Yeah, I want to say something on that too because it's obviously initially difficult to be okay with being alone. You know, like as human beings, like we crave that like connection and spending time with other people like I think that's just genetically how we're like born to be you know I could be wrong on that but I think we all crave that right so I think being comfortable being alone is a difficult thing and most people aren't really willing to do that you know and I'll be completely honest after my last relationship ended in about 2020 you know the first like six months um at that point like I was drinking a lot I was going out a lot and I was kind of just like I, try, I would say escaping my problems with other things, but it got to a point where I truly was like unhappy with myself and where I was trying to go. And I just decided like in that moment that I was going to put forth the work to try and be a better person because I think subconsciously I was aware that if I did that, then eventually I would find the right person. And I had faith in that, you know, so although those six months were really scary, you know, and I was uncertain and, you know, I didn't really know what it was going to look like. I just surrendered to the process and I had faith that if I was to continuously put the work in for myself, then why wouldn't I get what I wanted? You know, yeah. and here we are like talking about that. And it's cool to reflect back because, you know, I didn't know what the fuck was going to be. You know, I just trusted the process. Well, I was like, if I listen to books and journal and meditate and read and just work out and do all these things and make money, like in my head, I was like, well, why couldn't I get the person that I'm meant to be with? And, you know, that's, that's kind of what led us here. So I know that's a little bit of a rant. No, I like it. Yeah. It's so much value. I think that's important. Well, and I think that also goes into, like, something that we were talking about. It comes down to, like, I feel like, yes, write your list of, like, almost write your list of what you want that other person to be, like I did. But you also have to be willing to take a look at that fucking list and be like, okay, well, what are the traits and the priorities and the values that I want this person to have? Am I willing to have the same? Because you can put, you know, goes to the gym every single day, but how do you think you're going to attract someone that goes to the gym every single day if you can't fucking get your ass there? Like, it's just not going to happen. And so I started to embody, like, almost like, who do I want my dream partner to be? How can I embody that? Because the only way you're going to attract someone is by doing those things. Like, I hear a lot of girls and they're like, oh, my boyfriend won't won't stop clubbing. 
And I'm like, okay, well, like, how did you meet? Like, what's your relationship like? Oh, we met at the club. Yeah. It's like, well, how do you think <laughs> that it's going to stop? Like, yeah. you have to be willing to be the person that you want to be with. And, like, yeah. a lot of people aren't willing to do that work. And I think that's what it comes down to. Because it's like, you're drinking every single weekend. You're partying every weekend. And you're like, I want a man that stays in and is loyal. But yeah. you're like, honestly, girls, like, but you're hooking up with random guys every weekend. Like, do you honestly think mm-hmm. that that's how you're going to find them? Yeah, I think a lot of times, like, logically, you guys understand like what needs to be done but oftentimes we're just reluctant on the work that needs to be executed you know because i was aware that okay well if i wanted to attract this high level person then i probably shouldn't be spending every weekend at the club you know getting bottles and staying out late you know maybe i should prioritize my own health and fitness you know and choose to work on myself both mentally, physically, emotionally. So at that point, I got my real estate license, I hired a therapist, you know, I started reading books and podcasts and really taking my shit seriously. And then like I said, it kind of led to that because of that. So I also think that like you attract your ideal person when you're able to like look at yourself in the mirror. Like, I don't think that there ever has to come a time where you're like, 100% healed and 100% like in love with yourself because everyone's always like you have to love yourself first I think to a certain extent because we think that there's like completion to those things you're never gonna finish like healing in all of those aspects of like you know starting to love yourself and healing but Mm. it's like you have to be willing to look at the fucking person in the mirror and be honest with where you're at with that person Mm -hmm. before trying to do that with anything with anyone else yeah i agree and also i want to touch on the other side of that too because i think like in my head and i I told you about this and i think Mm -hmm. that's why we spent like a year of kind of just like floating through things because to be transparent i was reluctant to commit you know because i thought i had to like get to this certain version of myself in order to like let that person in and it wasn't until i really let go of that and she pushed me to do so (laughs) it's it's funny to talk about now no but i'm serious though because like i I actually, in my mind, was like, well, I need to have the house. I need to have the Lambo. I need to be making all this money. I got to be absolutely jacked and win these shows. And then I could get the person, right? Like, I think a lot of us often procrastinate our happiness for this, like, end goal and this end result. But what if you were able to be happy right now in the moment and, like, fall in love with the process and enjoy the journey and, like, embrace that? And I think that's a recent mindset shift that I've had that's given me a lot of, like, peace and fulfillment, if that makes sense. Because who said you can't be happy right now? Who said you can't allow yourself to get these things? And you can. It's just making that decision for yourself, right? Well, it's like even when I share, like, let it be good, which you... Yeah, it's good. you got a fucking tattooed on your hand. <laughs> you love that one now. Yeah. Because we always feel like we almost have to, like, delay having a good life, which doesn't... It doesn't make sense at all. Like, you're allowed to be happy right now. And I think, like, how much better is it to have someone that you can actually enjoy the process with? Mm -hmm. But I also think that we wouldn't have got that if we didn't start working on ourselves first. So you got a loyal fan base here, huh? I have the best people ever. I love it. No, um, what else are we covering it. here? Why being simple first matters. Listen to journal. <laughs> he's like, he's like, we need cliff notes to go off of. We no, just I mean, listen, I'm a coach myself, and I do a lot of live streams and coaching calls with my clients. And he I hates just, it because I just wing it. It's not that I hate that you wing it. I just like to be concise to make sure that I'm being respectful of your time, you know, because I want to make sure that you guys I'm like get on valid. here for hours. I'm like this. <laughs> I just, I don't know, like, I'm just firmly aware that time is our most valuable I think that's asset, also so a girl thing that's like, hey, I'm just going to talk <laughs> for an hour. Maybe. No, I just, I like to be concise. That way you guys aren't wasting time listening to us. No, right I now. like it. You I know. like it. I like it. Um, what else do you want to cover here? I mean, um, I think another thing that's important, too, is, like, 
yes, heal from past relationships, but like, I don't think it needs to be this very long drawn out process. I mean, like I know people who jump from relationship to relationship and I think oftentimes just a fear of being alone. But like, mm -hmm. honestly, I think you need to be understanding yourself <clears throat> before you just kind of jump into things. That's just my personal opinion if you want to weigh in on that. No, I, I, I do agree with you. Because, you know, like if you're just constantly jumping from person to person, you never take the like the time to heal and like reflect on like what you truly want, and where you want to go. And if you don't take that time, then you're just continuing to put yourself in environments that aren't serving you. And then that can be the exact reason, you know, why you're not getting what you want out of life, right? I think it also comes down to like it doesn't, I think healing is like a big aspect of it, but I think it comes down to other things as well of being like, you need to learn like who you even are. Because I've seen so many girls, they get in relationships and like guys do it too, that like your girl was so like city girl and then she ends up with a country guy and now all of a sudden everything about her has changed and you're like, what the fuck? Because we as people obviously want to feel like that love and acceptance because connection is the biggest driving factor of everything that we do, but you change every part of you to like mold into this person where you don't even understand who you are in itself like we can both like confidently come into a relationship and like we know where we stand with things like you're not we're not just going to change that because we want each other to like accept elaborate more on that because i want to make sure you have it at all like i feel like if you're getting into a relationship you need to be 100 percent secure in who you are and what you're bringing to the table what your likes are what your dislikes are what your boundaries are like those are the things that make the most sense. Like, if if going to the gym is a fucking priority to you, but you get into a relationship for some reason with someone who fucking hates the gym and he doesn't go, and you slowly stop going to the gym, like, you're just compromising yourself for that relationship. And I think it's so important that you, like, almost maintain your security within the relationship by still having that relationship with yourself. And something I even talked about today was, like, I still take myself on dates. Yeah. Like, I don't need to do everything with you. Like, I can be, and if I don't want to, but I can be, I can do things on my own. And, like, I'm perfectly confident with that. Like, if he was to, like, go on, like, a guy's trip for, like, a week, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Like, yeah. I'm okay enough with myself and, like, our relationship where we're at mm -hmm. that if you were to do that, I would just be like, okay, cool. Like, I'll have my, my bath nights and my movie nights and popcorn. Yeah. And, like, I have so much fun on my own because I practice that first. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have a, really hard time spending any time by themselves it's like if they're not on the phone with someone if they're not like with a boyfriend if they're not with a friend they're like what the fuck am i doing with my life but it's like mm -hmm. that's the point that you have to get to where you're okay with that mm -hmm. before you're like okay well i'm gonna enter into my life with someone yeah and, and to like give you guys more context I, you know obviously we don't have the answers we're still young we're figuring it out but i think from both of our experiences we can confidently say that we've been through a good amount of things where i feel like it helps to give back you know and like i, I just don't believe it's worth really anyone's time to like settle or compromise your wants and needs for somebody else you know like there's a lot of people out there and i'm sure you guys could find someone if you're struggling right now or you're unhappy there's people out there that want to support you and like truthfully for the longest time like i felt like i was broken and i wasn't capable of like attracting someone that could actually believe in me and support me and like want to do the same things as me you know i thought i had to like fit in a box and like try to appease the other person to make it work and you're constantly you know bending over backwards to make that person happy and all you're doing is sacrificing your own and then long term <clears throat> what usually happens is you end up resenting that person and then it doesn't work out anyway and all you did was waste all that time energy and money and effort just to be back at square one and that's why i took the time to really work on myself because i knew like i said earlier that i had that faith if i did so then it would work out and that's something that it really took me a very long time to understand. I've been in, this is now my fourth relationship. 
at 26, so I guess that's definitely a good amount of experience. Would you say it's a good amount of experience? Yeah, it's like pretty normal. I guess, yeah, it's pretty standard, something crazy. <clears throat> but I think I've dealt with a lot of like trauma and toxicity and like just a lot of negative things that I refuse to go back to, which is what, what's really helped me through that. Patty, what's up, Patty? I love it. Salatot. Retweet. <laughs> I think, honestly, like, what it comes down to is, like, you should be choosing a partner that almost makes it easier and more likely for you to become your authentic self. Like, mm. someone who almost encourages you to do so rather than, like, taking you apart from that. Yeah. But in order for somebody to do that with you and for you, you need to know what that is yourself. Mm-hmm. 100%. I think these are really good points. Are you guys getting value so far? Drop some fire. Drop some fire. Fucking love it. Thank you, Susie. I appreciate that comment. And okay, I also want to touch on this too because I think that this is important on like touching on like what my like parties and values and stuff were. Obviously, everyone's are going to be different, but I think like nowadays, so many people base it on like, oh, they're fun, they make me laugh, and they're hot. But it's like, I think if you actually want to like build, and this is my favorite thing that we always say with each other is that we're like building something together. It's not like we're not just coming together because it's like, I fucking. we laugh together or whatever obviously that's part of it but I think it's like it has to be so much more than that because like we are like building something together so it's like what do we require within that process and it's like the factor integral like if he says he's gonna do something he fucking does it do I miss you are like you are the most consistent person I think I've ever met in my entire life you heard that in like every aspect every aspect I don't fucking miss he also opens the doors carries my bags turns on my heated seat for me yeah, it's just, the, it's the little things, you know, like I, I believe that how you do one thing is how you do everything and I try to just embody mm-hmm. the like highest version of myself because like I just think about the future kids and family that I'm going to raise and lead and I want to make sure that I do that properly, you know, and, and that stems from how I choose to operate every single day and that's my responsibility to show up for not only my clients but also my team and my family and, and that's something that I take a lot of pride in. Is that, beautiful. Is that the mic drop? You're so good at it. You're Don't so I? good. Yeah. Yeah. Where are these comments at? Um, I also think, like, and to touch on what Susie just said, is communication <clears throat> and honesty is key, dude, 100%. There are so many times where, like, we've had to have, like, conversations that weren't fun, but we were just like, okay, we're just, we just have to be 100% fucking honest with, with wherever, like, where we're at or where we're feeling. And, like, I feel like that's, like, the best thing every single time and I think us being so devoted on like being good communicators and like showing up first for each other before like say like an issue is like it's me and you versus the issue not anything else so it's not like I'm ever mad at you it's like okay well how can we come to an agreement if there is anything yeah I mean another thing I want to share too like I'm just reading through some of these comments uh Susie said my husband is not consistent in every aspect I mean listen I'm not perfect you know I'm not a robot and you could just make the decision in this moment to just be a better person, you know, and that could look different for everybody. But I truthfully believe that everyone's capable of doing that. Just making the decision, like I said, to do something for yourself. I don't know. I've just, I've gotten very fixated on like living this like highest version because it makes me feel good inside. You know, like it makes me feel confident and happy and it gives me peace just knowing that I'm giving my best effort every day because I, I don't know, like for me, like regret is difficult to deal with. And I'd rather just know that I'm giving my all because, like I said, that kind of just alleviates that tension a little bit. And I want to refuse to be average. I refuse to be average, but I get that's not everyone's cup of tea. I totally understand that. Whatever floats your boat, you know, like (laughs) took uh, 20 years to learn that. Cool. So we're ahead of the curve. I love it. Respect each other's healthy choices and boundaries for real okay. 100%. I want to say one thing. Let's address this and we'll wrap this up. You first, me first. Getting to, you could hit this because I just spoke. <clears throat> okay, so I was going to say another really big thing that I want a lot of you guys to like watch for as well is 
I used to go into relationships looking for like obviously support's a big one. If if your partner isn't supporting you, then it's like it's gonna make it ten times harder to hit literally any goal and for you to believe in yourself. But it's one thing to have someone that's like every time you do good, it's like, yeah, good for you, go you, go you. But I think like the like true meaning of like you supporting me and my goals is like if I go to do something that doesn't align with my goals, it's like you're the person that's gonna call me out. Like, it's, like, you care that much because a lot of people are in relationships where, like, their significant other will be, like, oh, you're grabbing a bag of chips, cool. Without being, like, oh, remember what you just said to me two days ago on, like, what your goals and what your priorities were? I'm going to be, like, because I love you, I'm going to be the one to also support you by holding you accountable and, like, pushing you to that. Like, how many times he's been, like, you should be working right now. Have you done this today? And I'm, like, what the fuck? <laughs> but it's good. Well, no, you push me. You're like I want you to make <clears throat> me better. And you do. Yeah, because you're sitting here telling me you want to be a wellness competitor, but you're not posing every day. That's the, Well, that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so, it, I don't know. I do, I do believe, like, calling you out. Like, I'm not afraid to do it. I'm not going to be a dick and be like, motherfucker. You're never. You you're know, always like, nice motherfucker, you got to do this shit. <clears throat> but it's just like, you can't say you want to do X, Y, Z and then not be executing on that and expect me as, like, a, you know, loyal person to not call you out on that, you know? Yeah. MVP. Did you so, want to touch on that? I thought, did you, you didn't touch on that? No. Oh. Uh, be I'm fit for it. you. I used to be codependent so I could relate to that. I've been focused on healing myself for the past two years. I learned what I wanted in a man. And I think that's incredible and I want to applaud you for that. Round of applause. Um, because that's what it takes, you know, and I don't think that's a coincidence that eventually you will get what you want. You will get what you deserve as long as you continue to put that out for yourself. Um, never settle. You never settle. And that's sure. the thing too. I feel like I'm going to be so transparent in my last relationship. I probably could have stayed there for the rest of my life and just like been, I, honestly, I could have been fucking settling. Was I happy? <clears throat> Not really. Was there really necessarily anything wrong? But I wasn't happy and I knew that I could do better. So it's like, I think we oftentimes like almost look for like bad things. Like, it doesn't always need to be toxic for you to be like, oh, I should leave. Do you know what I mean? I think it's also difficult to leave a situation sometimes because maybe you have, like, you're married, you have the house, you have the kids, and there's other things that are keeping you there, but maybe you know, like, deep down, like, it's not serving you, you know? And, like, listen, I don't I don't want to be, like, ruining marriages here. Like, that's not, that's not the goal of the episode, you know? Like, the, I think the goal of the episode is just to shed light on our experience to maybe give you just a, a glimpse of... Glimpse of a perspective. Um, yes, quite indeed. Is there anything else that you would like to share? Brittany's dropping holy fire. I love it. Thank you guys for tuning holy in. Holy fire. I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you. How do we do it? What else you got to share here? Are we wrapping this up? What do we got? Yeah, I think that was pretty good. I'm very proud of you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yeah, well, thank you guys for tuning in and spending some time with us here tonight. Um, I appreciate you. Make sure that you guys are dropping your takeaway. No, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Message us your takeaways. And if you are a male who needs coaching, I do not do male coaching, but this guy stepped on stage and he looked great so he can teach you how to do the same it's not a sales pitch we're at capacity but if you'd like to apply for the way list, we could send you the link and see if you qualify to work with our team it's not really a pitch it's funny but yeah we love what we do here so yeah. um yeah thank you appreciate you make sure you guys are taking notes on this or i hope you took notes you better have your notepad I bet you have, yeah i hope you have the notepad um take some time reflect on it implement ask this question shoot me a dm Peace, love, protein. See you guys in the next one. Hustle. 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 Hustle.